Welcome to the 210th episode of the Cowboy Talk Podcast. This is Chris. And this is Casey. Casey, we are back again, and we have a huge show. DC Fandom just dropped on our butts yesterday, <laughs> and it was epic. So we'll be talking all about that big show and then trying to squeeze in the other news if we have time. Um, but, you know, as always, first up, let's uh, let's talk about what we're geeking out about. Absolutely. Uh, I watched Chucky. Did you? <laughs> oh, I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, I no, it was great. It was great. Yeah, absolutely. It was nice. You know, this I was kind of anticipating how this show would be structured. The way they went into it was was interesting. I liked the characters. I loved Chucky. I loved the tension they built towards the end of it. So I'm excited for this new age child child's play. <laughs> yeah, me too. Um, and how the other characters from the universe come in because they they've got to. So um, that that has me excited too. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's you know a lot of horror movies, lots of horror movies. <laughs> Yeah, one small thing before we get to the news, I did I did start playing Metroid Dread, which oh which is amazing. Uh, so this game, it's just it's been so long since Metroid Fusion. They decided to go back and do the side scrolling element again, and it's great. Like it's 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 a beautiful looking game. Uh, the stuff that they're doing in the storytelling, and it's just a lot of fun to play. And I'm just I want to get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to distract you. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I got plenty of other stuff this weekend, too. So um, looking forward to furthering my Samus adventures. There you go. But uh, let's let's get into the meat of this episode. Uh, we're going to talk about Fandom, of course. And this is DC's new yearly virtual event. Last year, it was it was great. It was a ple- pleasant surprise, I should say. Uh, and this year, I think, was even more epic. Uh, so the, the things we get to see, the trailers, uh, the announcements, let's just let's get right into it and start breaking it down, uh, starting with comics, because that's this is a big thing. Uh, talking Milestone, Milestone Returns. Now, we saw my, a little preview of what they were doing for this year for Milestone uh, leading up to this fandom. But now it's, you know, it's the next chapter. More, more of the stories that they put out this year, plus announcements from the upcoming Static Shock movie, and what else did they announced? They announced uh, the team up, the team up animated movie, right? So that's coming our way as well. Yeah, it's just it's crazy all the stuff that they're going to be doing with that. So um, I do remember those back in the '90s. So pretty sweet to see what 2022 is going to have in store for Milestone. Yeah, it's funny. I kept thinking as they announced all these new animated movies. Just how we used to talk about it. Batman was in every single one. Now look where they are. And it's Finally. Just, you're right. Across the board, it's amazing. Uh, from what I just mentioned, I'm drawing a blank on the name of it. I'm sorry. Uh, the upcoming Catwoman. Um, Hunted. Right. And all these standalone character movies of your DC stable that you should be exploring. It's amazing, especially on the Milestone side. But something that really caught, you know, caught my ear yesterday was this DC Milestone Initiative Development Program. And this is great for creators of all colors. And uh, if you're you want to get noticed by WB, this isn't just comics. This is across all of the media. So this is kind of exciting to hear that that they're looking to really tap into, you know, the the talent that's already out there. And for those of you that may feel like, oh, I'm having a hard time getting my work noticed by 
you know, DC, here's a really good opportunity to maybe get some eyes on your work. Yeah, it was pretty cool that they're they're doing this whole um, you know initiative. So yeah, great opportunity for people to get their voices out there. Absolutely, we'll leave a link for that in the in the show notes so you you guys can check it out, and you know maybe we'll be reading your 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 book in the coming years. So next up is DC's Monkey Prince uh, introduced. I mean, this is a character that was. He was introduced in the mainstream DC canon in this year's Asian Celebration um, anthology mm. book, okay. and so that was his first appearance in the new st- in the new canon. But he's getting a full-on maxi series next year, uh, featuring all of his colorful characters. So I'm looking forward to that. Actually, it looks like a lot of fun. It does look like a lot of fun. That was a surprise that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Absolutely. And one other thing was Trial of the Amazons, I believe, is a new is a big crossover that's coming up. We get all these Batman crossovers, Superman crossovers events, but finally a Wonder Woman event, especially with like Nubia, Yara Floor now here. It's pretty awesome that we have these new Amazonian uh, characters that have been introduced in the comics. Now they're being they're bringing it all together for this big event. Yeah, it's the first crossover, I guess, in 30 years, which is what? just insane. Yeah, for, for Wonder Woman. What? <laughs> right? Oh, well, <clears throat> Wonder Woman 80th is uh, the appropriate yeah. time to do it, I guess. So exactly. It's about time. That's very, that's crazy to me. Let's jump over to movies. We we tease, we, we, we talk about Black Adam, how it's been announced since like 1907 or whatever that year was. Yeah, um, pretty much. But <laughs> we... Last year, we got that really cool art from Boss Logic. We got teases, basically. And once again, we got a tease. But this this time around, uh, we got some actually some live action footage. And I I thought it was pretty badass. This is cool. It was definitely cool. Uh, again, just a tease. You know, you don't even see the rock fully revealed. But, you know, it made... Like my wife and, and other casuals probably go, who is this guy? You know what I mean? Like, what is this? Like, what's his power set? Who does he fight against? And that's exactly what it should be doing is getting people to now explore the comics, as I always say at the end of every episode, and go read your comics. Because <laughs> this will give you insight to 90% of the things that we talk about on this show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It all came from somewhere, this pop culture zeitgeist. So Exactly. Next up, actually, I want to say one more thing. I was a little disappointed we didn't get to see Hawkman. We did get to see his a little bit of his suit, but they're holding that back. They're holding yeah. a lot of the JSA back. I don't care. We saw Dr. Fate's helmet and Pierce Bronson saying, both Pierce Bronson and The Rock saying, this is one of the biggest productions I've ever worked on in my life, coming yeah. from The Rock and James, James Bond. James Bond, I know. This, I know, man. <laughs> I'm pumped. <laughs> can't wait for this movie. Two other movies I really can't wait for, especially after seeing some of the behind the scenes stuff and the concept art are both Aquaman 2, The Lost Kingdom and Shazam Fury of the Gods. Bigger, badder monsters all around, more fun, they say. And I'm in because I love both of those movies. Yeah, I um definitely more Aquaman because you could see they they're <laughs> really going deep into that fantasy. Um, and not to say that Aquaman isn't. It's just like because it's gods and I'm familiar with them, 
I don't know why I don't associate them with fantasy as much because people believed in it, I guess. Yeah. Whereas like, you know, riding seahorses, maybe they did. But like that right there has me super excited to see like further adventures. Him and Orm apparently are buddying up like that's probably going to be freaking sweet as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the brother, the brother cop, buddy cop movie. That'd be great. Yeah, both of those, they look really like I said, a lot bigger than the first time around. And Aquaman, I thought, was really big. But they say there's going to be a little bit more of a mature element, whatever that means. I, I don't know. I love James Wan, and I'm really excited to see how much more he opens up this this world. So, Exactly. Speaking of opening up worlds, plural, let's talk about The Flash. So we got when Ezra Miller comes out and says, I don't have a tease for you. Like, what did, what did you just show us? I'm not sure what a teaser is anymore. A teaser has to be like an official mini trailer, two minutes or more. Yeah. I, I'm really confused about what what's going on in, in this world. But I don't care because the stuff we saw from the Flash movie gave me chills. We saw Sasha Calle actually standing there in the background, you know, with, with Ezra Miller. And I don't know who else it was. It was another Ezra Miller. It was another Ezra Miller. Yeah. <laughs> it was another Ezra yeah. Miller. It was. And then just hearing Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, narrating it and then walking up with his with his i think i'm gonna assume it's him and not some crazy reveal in the movie but um that and then the batmobile all this batman 89 nostalgia that they're gonna just keep digging into until they give us a full trailer oh god i had chills i'm okay never seeing any mm -hmm. more footage mm -hmm. i'm fine but um the thing about this movie is like we also know there's gonna be other supermen and uh, you know what i mean like super women as well like this this movie i'll be quite honest with you because i know we're going to talk about the elephant in the room at the end of this section i thought this trailer was more exciting and it's because of the possibilities it's because of things that we've never seen before on the big screen i know we've had flash for seven years or whatever but like just with the budget and in the fact that it's the movies, which they always give more love to, even though crisis did a good job with flash. Um, you know, I, I was very, very excited. And of course, like my wife, we watched it. She was like, Oh, it looks pretty good. And I was like, what about all of the Michael Keaton stuff? And she's like, what Michael Keaton stuff? And I was like, ah. what? And I go, listen to this trailer and look at the cowl. And then we replayed it. And she's like, whoa. <laughs> I was like, come on, lady. <laughs> that's your that's your general audience right there. That's a good, exactly that's a good litmus test. It um, is. It is. It's perfect. Who is this? I don't know who's talking. I don't know what this. Oh, another bet. Is it Ben Affleck? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, she's that person. So, you know, yeah, it's it's, it's interesting. No, absolutely. Um, it's just another thing that caught my eye in this trailer was he's looking up at this statue that seems to be holding something. And I'm my assumption is it's a trident and it's oh, Aquaman. Yeah. And it's yeah. like if they're going to really dig into Flashpoint exactly. and maybe not go as deep, they can always. Oh, the 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 Atlanteans took over Earth and King Aquaman and they can go into that without even with just building a Jason Momoa statue, you know what I mean? Or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, as much as I'd love to see the Amazonians versus the Lanteans on the big screen, will we get something that scale? No. I don't know. Maybe. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so either, but I'm going to keep my, I'm going to keep my, my hope alive that they are just hiding this <laughs> stuff from us. And it's insane because there's so much stuff 
it's it's in my it's in my head. It's like these guys brought these teasers. They've they're they're in post production with a lot of this already. So why couldn't they show us more? Like you said, I don't want to see any more from that movie right. because I kind of just want to just walk into that and have my mind blown. So exactly. Next up, we got looks at Blue Beetle and Batgirl. Uh, both productions are you know pretty much in pre production at this point. They've cast. They're stars. They've got the creative teams in place. They're all very excited. There's a lot of great energy there, and I really enjoyed watching those sections. And I'm really excited for Jaime Reyes to to get a live action treatment. Mm-hmm. And they had they had, they had court industry in the background of that picture, which is great. And that suit looks amazing. So yeah. I really I really think they're going to dig into Blue Beetle mythos on this one. And of course, Batgirl. I'm just waiting for more news from that to see really where that's set especially with like Christina Hodgson writing it. So we'll see, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, the flash movie has the opportunity to just pretty much put out there to the, to the general audience, you know, there's 52 worlds or whatever. And like, this is, this is it. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to say like, okay, this is Robert Pattinson. This is Michael Keaton. This is Ben Affleck. I don't know if that's what they're doing. I don't know. But right. um, yeah, where is Batgirl? Do, you know, it's not Elisa Silverstone. So like, what's going on? <laughs> yeah. Or, or will we get that look? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> whatever they do to like tie it into the old movies, even just little blurps, I don't care. Yeah, you know, it's like if George Clooney just comes on screen and smiles, you know, in a, in a <laughs> cocktail party or something. I'm I don't sure know. that's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I'm sure he's coming back. <laughs> It'll be like that Leo Di- uh, DiCaprio meme of him just like Martini, you know. Yeah, and that'll be the new one. I so. wish. <laughs> I did. I think we mentioned Catwoman Hunted earlier. This is an anime-ish. I don't know if it's not. It's not. Japanimation, but it's definitely anime style. Uh, and I'm looking forward to this because um, we can make fun of Rocco and one of his favorite characters having to be an anime movie and he's going to have to choke it down. So uh, <laughs> good times. <laughs> like I said, this looks awesome, though. Little Batwoman and Catwoman team up. Exactly. Uh, it just looks like a fun. And that's that's all I want. But the creme de la creme, the Batman trailer that everybody, you know, we got teaser last year's fandom. One year later, we get the second trailer, and now we have four to five months left to wait for this movie. And the the new trailer, I, I love the new trailer. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. It, it expanded on the original one, so it just kind of opened it up more. We definitely got Paul Dano is the Riddler, you know, that confirmation, um, at least on screen with, with that awesome, awesome uh, cappuccino art he does and stuff like that. I see that he had a, he had a job at Starbucks before he became a serial murderer. But CC um, Jitters, Chris. Oh, uh, yes, that's right. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Um, what did you what did you think of this very grounded Batman trailer? I'm going to be honest with you. You know, the initial reaction was, whoa, this is crazy. And the more I've been sitting with it, the more I'm just OK with it to be perfectly honest, because right now looking at it, if I had to put a difference between this and like the Nolan stuff, which is the most grounded, I'm like, he's younger and he's maybe slightly more violent. But right now I don't have any difference in the Nolan thing. You know, obviously it's supposed to be a detective story. 
there's a serial killer. It says it on the news. Like there's definitely things um, which point to it being more detective-y. But I think, you know, I think these people, other than like Joel Schumacher and Tim Burton, are afraid to make him fantastical. And I think like when I play like the Arkham games, you know, they get it. <laughs> like there is a dark, gritty world to Gotham and it never will change. And then there's also this other side of it where there's a crocodile that <laughs> talks and everything. But but nobody gets weirded out by it. It's it's just a fact of the way it is. And even in like Suicide Squad, no one questions King Shark. Not oh. one person questions him. They're not like, oh, that's a talking shark. No one says anything. It's just like, that's just the way it is. And I think like, until we get that in a Batman film, I think I'm always going to be a little bit more like tempered going forward. And I know this is this will probably be a trilogy. You know what I yes. mean? So it's like, right now, it looks like a Batman movie. I just wish there was more. No, absolutely. And, you know, we always say this too. I mean, it's it's tough when you want to please the general audience with Batman. And they've always stayed along that same non-goofy, I want to, no, campy almost. So if you look at what they did with like Joel Schumacher and a little bit brighter, this 66 homage, um, Tim Burton's little darker version of it, it's just not even that's perfect. And like you said, we're missing these, this element of the detective. And that's all I can hope from this is at least we get that. And that it it does change this tone to be a more horror, a scarier version of the Batman, which right. I'm I'm all in for. Instead of having like this rich tech genius who just rides around in a in a tumbler and just fights crime, you know, it's there is more of an aspect of Batman than than going big. I think what you're saying is like, where's the Mad Hatter? Where's Killer Croc? Where's like? All I mean, we have, we have Penguin, but like, yeah. and, and that's, you know, he doesn't quite look like Penguin. That's fine. Grounded Penguin. Yeah. He's a grounded Penguin. You know what I mean? Like his car is cool again, but it's like, it's a car. Like, I guess I just, I don't know. Where's it's, Man Bat? It's, it's year one. And I understand that maybe the rest of Gotham hasn't opened itself up to it because Batman created a lot of these villains. You know what I mean? So like. Yes. Maybe episode two or whatever, we will get some of that stuff. It's just like Matt Reeves did a trilogy on talking apes and he did yes. a goddamn great job with it. So, like, I know you can do fantasy. <laughs> like, I know what you're capable of. <laughs> I'm so, going to I'll, I'm going to leave it up to hopeful optimism. I'm optimistic. Op exactly. And it's a good trailer. Not at all. Am I saying it's a bad trailer? It's a, right, it's a, right. it's a great trailer, honestly. I just, you know, when I really sit and think about it as a Batman fan, I just, it, again, it's my own wanting. No, I no, exactly. <laughs> Nobody's given it to me, but I want it. <laughs> no, and I completely agree with you. I love that we're going back to the Riddler and that it's great. Yeah. It's it's going to be a serial killer Riddler with clues mm -hmm. and very Ar Arkham, you know, as, as we mentioned. Um, and just getting past that whole Jim Carrey Riddler thing. Uh, exactly. which whatever but yeah i i don't you know i'm sure there's plenty of room to open up for other crazy stuff if this does well uh but he he does have an impression to make and i'm gonna leave it to 
Matt Reeves' obsessiveness to get it done. So, yeah, exactly. Looking forward to it. Um, that's what in March. Yeah. Not too far away. Not too far away. Uh, so let's let's jump over to TV uh, real quick. Titans season four is coming. Doom Patrol season four is coming, and there's going to be more Young Justice. And speaking of Young Justice, they dropped the first two episodes of season four Phantoms on us yesterday, out of nowhere. And so both of those are available right now on HBO Max. Cannot wait for any of those things. All of those things. It's amazing. So, yeah. It's I'm Very so cool. pumped. I have, I got to watch Young Justice today. <laughs> yeah. Another thing they announced that's not on here, Teen Titans Go versus DC Superhero Girls, which is another interesting crossover of their 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 stables or their little mini stables within uh, their animated world. So I'm, I've never watched DC Superhero Girls, but I love Teen Titans Go. I'll give it a chance. It's good. Um, it's good. Cool. Yeah. What about Aquaman King of Atlantis? <laughs> I I, I want to watch this, and I probably will, uh, but I'm going to kind of just have have hopes for it. It looks very, I don't know. We're talking about like middle grade art. Yeah, uh, it's, it's like fun. Adventure Time. Yeah, kind of you know that style. And then it's the new animation style that people do. So the humor looks funny. Uh, I did laugh. So yeah, I'll, I'll end up checking it out. You know what I'm really gonna be checking out is batman the cape crusader after that preview yesterday when they're just like you know we always wanted to make batman the animated series a little bit more mature and darker it's like oh i thought that was pretty dark as for a kid's show to begin with <laughs> what are you going to give us now bruce tim teaming up with jj abrams and matt reeves and more bruce tim is returning to the world of batman and going to set it in that bunny's noir world Mm -hmm. uh, just going back to like the roots of what he established with Batman the Animated Series and taking it to the next level. Yeah, it's interesting because um, there's no Justice League. It's just Batman and Gotham. Yep. Uh, so none of those other heroes exist. So, hey, it, it sounds like what I want out of a movie. So, yeah, I'm excited about this. <laughs> we always do say that Batman should be a serial it, it works best that way. So much, it, yeah. But we are getting GCPD, which we didn't get any teases for, so no. that'll be interesting to see because that that's going to take place before the Batman. So yeah. again, that won't be doing anything fantastical at that point. So they also showed off some art from My Adventures of Superman. It's anime style uh, Superman story that I'll be watching. So yeah, not much else. I'm just mm, waiting sounds for cute. these shows to come out. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Sounds like fun. I'm sure. Naomi, we got we got a really nice preview of that. It's coming to the CW uh, from Ava Duvernay. Du du my 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 fault with the pronunciations <laughs> as usual. I love that Ava's getting this work, uh, especially after they put New Gods on hold. But we know that New Gods will come back around once we're enough away from the Snyder Cut. What is, what else was she doing? Ava's doing DMZ as well, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they've she's she's locked in the DC. So I'm I'm more than excited. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that was another uh wasn't a random announcement. I forgot we had talked about it a year ago, literally. But you know, the pandemic puts everything off, you know. So yeah, it's it, there's footage. I mean, like they've been shooting it. So that, that who knows when it's coming out, but I'm assuming it's gonna be probably right after Peacemaker, um, which is next, because that's January, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so we got more of a look at Peacemaker. We got behind the scenes, another fun panel, you know, yeah. interview with James Gunn and crew. So that's always fun. And this is just going to be a great continuation of that character from the Suicide Squad. He's funny. Uh, it's going to be goofy. Everything I've seen from it just makes me really excited for it, especially especially a different version of uh, Adrian Chase, which seems just from listening to him goofy. talk in that preview. Yeah, he's goofy. He's <laughs> peeking out from behind the dumpster and stuff. Yeah. So I'm um I'm pretty excited for this. Yeah, me too. The trailer was funny. The eagle part was very funny. So <laughs> yeah, like you said, it's James Gunn. So I'm there. Exactly. But we there's a few things we didn't get a look at. I mentioned GCPD. We didn't get anything from Green Lanterns, which is, you know, we've only got Finn Wittruck is his name, right? Cast as Guy Gardner. That's only news we've gotten from that show, which is interesting. So maybe next year, Fandom and Black Canary. So very, very much in the early development of, as we know, it was announced not too long ago. I'm sure by next year we'll have more or it's canceled. Who knows? Well, yeah, that that's my only thing. It's like if you go and you make an announcement on the casting and you have concept art from the other shows, like, can't you just show concept art? Especially Green Lanterns, because that that was announced like 10 years ago, the movie. And then now it's a show. It's like, are you doing this? <laughs> like, yeah. that's all. Green Lanterns is the biggest like, come on, guys. Really? Like, he's he's in the Justice League. He is one of the biggest characters of all time. And you, you're just doing nothing. So it's very strange to me. It is very strange since that's the only thing they got right in that movie <clears throat> was going to Oa. And <laughs> if it would have just been that, oh, it would have been a good been movie. A way better movie. Way better like, movie. Yeah. So I'm not sure exactly if they're just, I guess, hesitant to put anything out because of the fan base. I don't know. I don't care. But I was very surprised that, that we got nothing from it. Nothing. Yeah. I mean, everybody else walks in with, oh, we don't got teasers, but we got a teaser for you. Right. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Let 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 Guy Garner walk out in costume. I don't know. Something. It's coming. You know, so. <laughs> and video games, of course, we knew that Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League are both due out in 2022. We got more looks at it, a longer Suicide Squad trailer, and, of course, a more in-depth look at the Court of Owls, who will be playing the main antagonists in Gotham Knights. Yeah, both look good. Um, I'd like to see some gameplay footage of suicide squad yes i think that's 2023 man what i think it is yeah i don't think because we haven't seen any gameplay You're right footage. yeah that's crazy next, to me yeah i think they showed the first trailer at fandom last year i know <clears throat> i know i wonder if it's going to be more like that like that marvel knights game or not marvel knights was it midnight yeah. suns like a strategy like oh geez. that kind of RP, like that kind of rpg I, you gotta think because that one's wb montreal who did uh arkham origins mm -hmm. you would think it's gonna be still in that style just right. like gotham Knights. you just get to pick between the different characters who knows though we don't know we have no idea no i just i liked when they just shocked the penguin repeatedly as <laughs> yeah, that trailer. Yeah, yeah. can you blow his head off <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh it's yeah. so good it just i had no <laughs> gameplay of you i was just sold on that that great yeah. humor and violence so all right, so that's that's pretty much on Fandom. I'm out of breath. Let's so, take a quick break. Yeah, let's take a quick break. We'll be back with more Tower Talk. 
Do you remember Conan or Nintendo, Chris? Yeah! Oh my gosh, what about Earthworm Jim for the Nintendo 64? One of my favorites. Don't you wish you had it? I do. I really do sometimes. Okay, but what about some of those old games that you had, and you're maybe just kind of looking to clean out your collection and make a little cash? Would I be able to trade them for anything? Well, I've got the answer for you. Ridley's Gaming Realm is your one-stop shop for great gaming discussion, is the place for retro buying, selling, and trading without the fees and dramas of the other selling sites. Really? No drama? <laughs> well, you know, we try to avoid the drama oh. with it. So they pride themselves on having over a year of zero reported scams. You can find them on Facebook. Just search Ridley's Gaming Realm. That's Ridley's, R-I-D-L-E-Y-S, or click on the link in the show description. Is that Ridley, like, from Metroid? Probably. <laughs> mm. And uh, make sure to tell them that D-Fat sent you. D-Fat Comics is the publishing branch of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly. Focusing on creator-owned and independent titles like Hollowed, Pursuit of Plastic, and Fairy, and many more. DFAT Comics will be a mix of genres appealing to every kind of reader. Join the new source of comic book entertainment with DFAT Comics. We are back after those commercials, and we've got some Marvel news. Not a bunch, but uh, the biggest one would be that Will Poulter has been cast as Adam Warlock. Uh, this was crazy, the casting, just because it was like uh, rumored. Nope. Nope, James Gunn is like, usually I don't respond to these, but uh, yes, <laughs> this is true. So um, we all knew Adam Warlock was going to be in the next Guardians movie. The writing was on the wall for that. Uh, I like this kid. I think he's a good actor. Uh, I'm fine with it. Marvel has rarely ever miscast. Exactly. That's that's pretty much the point. I'm not really too familiar with him. I know of him. Uh, I thought I thought it was funny because the I, I read about that I guess rumor right the night before, and then yeah, that's what I mean. It, you know, so yeah, so they just like you know what it's already out there. Let's just officially announce it and and just run with it. So yeah, I'm excited to see James Gunn return to Guardians. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, Echo Daredevil rumors. Um, so we know that there's an Echo show in development. People are thinking, um, you know, I was going to say Courtney Cox. Charlie Cox is going <laughs> to show up and help her. And maybe that will bring in a backdoor pilot to reboot his new series. Possibly. I don't know. This is a rumor. What do you think? I think it's odd to use Echo to begin with. I, yeah. I know that, you know, she does appear in Hawkeye and stuff. But I think it's a really neat idea because it does create this kind of like what if situation. And that's what Marvel fans really love are these what if situations. And then they run with them like wildfire. So unless Charlie Cox is that lawyer in Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah, I don't think he's coming back. OK, I think this is it's definitely fans holding on hope that all yes. of them, you know, return at least everyone. But. Finn Jones. So, um, yeah, no, exactly. We'll see. We'll see. It's a rumor. Uh, Catherine Hahn, Agatha, she is getting a Disney Plus series. 
I actually have like negative feel like not negative. I just don't give a shit. Oh, good. <laughs> let's let's talk about those feelings because I have the same. Um, you know what, man? I don't care about a Catherine Hahn show. I, it's not like I don't like her or her character. Oh, I love her. It's I don't care about actress. a photon show. I don't <sighs> care about what's the what's Rand, Rand, Randall. What's his name from the kid? Oh, the, the from actor Loki from Ant Man and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's just uh, from WandaVision, right? Yeah. Like Darcy, should she get her own show? I mean, come on, guys. There's a shit ton of characters out there that need a show about them because they're actually been heroes and stuff. X-Men. Um, you know, Fantastic. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. This is Any not one of the X-Men. <laughs> I'm Any- not extremely negative, but it's yeah. just you're. You're kind of like, oh, yeah, let's just make a show about this. Let's make a show about that. And I'll watch them. And I'm sure they'll be fun. But so much content out there to adapt that I'm just kind of get confused when they want to run on these instead of, I don't know. <laughs> well, you got to assume if he wants it, then it's going to have to do with the greater magical side of things. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, that's one thing that Marvel wouldn't just make a show and not have it connected at this point so for that you know sure but overall that's not the it's not the announcement i give a shit about give kate bishop a show you know what i mean i don't know anyway you'd have people uh, saying the same thing but like i said to you bring an elsa bloodstone or something on the right show. you know right. it's like if you're gonna do it tap in even farther go and midnight bring those characters. yeah like go real dark i don't know right right um, and then finally, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse is the next animated Spider-Man movie. So the the Miles one, the Miles one. Oh, that's that's the title. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah I can't wait to see the Spider-Man they bring in and women that they bring into this one. <sighs> Mind blowing. No, I mean, yeah, it's just too much. It's too much. All right. What's going on in a galaxy far, far away? Well, we got. We got some new books announced, and you know, it, I was actually pleasantly surprised to see that this was outside the High Republic initiative, because there's a lot of other ground to tap into. And then after reading it, I was only really interested in probably one of these books. So Shadow there's the more Sith. ground to to cover, but instead we'll just go and make the world a hell of a lot smaller again. That's right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> this is like all right. We want the New Republic era to be developed. All right, here's that. Here's that Luke and Lando adventure that. They've been building up in the sequels and in the comics and all this other stuff. So finally, it's called Shadow of the Sith, Luke Skywalker, and Lando Calrissian Return. And this essential novel set between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens. So I'm excited because I do want to see what happens during that time period. And they have a lot of, I guess, with the sequels, they have made it smaller. But we'll see. We'll see. Right. Also, Brotherhood, another book about Obi-Wan and Anakin and... There's an anthology called Stories of Jedi and Sith. And then there's one called Padawan going back even farther when Obi-Wan was a Padawan. Yeah. I mean, overall, I typically check out Star Wars novels, almost every single one of them. So, you know, I probably will at least look into these things. Yeah, it's not like I'm not an Obi-Wan Kenobi fan and don't want to read these things, but they're not shooting up like, hey, you got to get excited about this. But that first one. I'm pretty pretty interested in. Maybe that'll be a good audio book. Next up, a comic uh, announcement called what is this, Halcyon? Is that how you saw it? Halcyon Legacy. Uh, this is going to be 
basically a comic that's going to tell a story about the Galactic Star Cruiser, a new uh, interactive adventure that you can spend lots of money on if you want to and go to star- and, and live your Star Wars life uh, at Disney. Yeah, you know, Ethan Sachs did this. Yeah. He's one of the, you know, so he did the Kylo Ren one, which I actually did not like at all. So And Bounty Hunters. He's been writing that. That's oh, he is? Okay. Great series. Great That's series. good. That's good then. Yeah, so again, you know, we'll check it out. Yeah, Baraga is in it. I like Baraga quite a bit. Exactly. So that's that's kind of a cool thing that they are going to go back and tie into the High Republic with this. So yeah. it's this era spanning story from the High Republic to the first to the days of the First Order. That's a lot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a lot. So very cool. Very cool. I do. I do want to kind of see more from that time period, though. It'll be very, I guess, small storytelling is going to be on a star cruiser in that regard <laughs> right so we'll see maybe some uh nile show up and try to rob it that would be kind of a fun thing during your stay really cool. yeah all right uh we did get news from charles soul the final story in his trilogy that he's writing uh from war of the bounty hunters to crimson rain now the hidden empire it'll serve as 2022 star wars uh, comic event and I guess it's I guess there's no set right now that it's going to be like a lot of tie ins to it, like War of the Bounty Hunters. But it, I'm sure there will be, you know, if it's a crossover event, exactly. probably. Yeah. Well, my question, I guess, with that is like Crimson Rain comes out in December and they haven't really announced a, a slew of tie in books. Right. So I wonder I wonder if they still will. But I'm sure that checklist will get dropped next month. So probably we'll see. I've I've been loving War of the Bounty Hunters. I'm excited to see how, you know, where he takes this whole storyline into the the new republic time you know past return of the jedi which they're stuck right now between uh empire and jedi rewriting that whole shadows the empire time so yeah i you know with crimson rain being a disney thing and really just being built up you know from solo on i'm enjoying it i think charles is a great writer so very excited yeah should be good let's jump over and talk some other comic news it's funny because we usually talk a lot of Marvel and DC stuff and it drops in here. But today we have news from three of our other favorite uh, publishers, starting with Image. Uh, Shadowhawk is returning. Now, I loved Shadowhawk when I was in middle school um, when it first dropped. <laughs> Man, it's been so long. And now it's coming back for 30th anniversary. And so original creator Jim Valentino uh, shared the news that he's working on a commemorative book for 2022. He even says, I don't even draw very often anymore, but this like this new 30th anniversary seemed like a really appropriate time to do it. So maybe this would be a one-shot thing. Maybe we'll get more out of it if other creators want to take on the character. We'll see, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy, all the stuff that's going to be dropping uh, next year uh, for Image in general, because 2022 is a really big uh, year for them. Man, like Witchblade, Youngblood, like we're getting like, I didn't actually read this until now that we're talking about it. They said they might be doing reprints of Wildcats, Savage Dragon, Spawn. We're going to be getting like a new Walking Dead. <laughs> like Rob Layfield's Prophet is returning. Yes. So, geez. Yeah, I think we did. We talk about Saga's back. No. No, yeah. we, that was that was part of the New York Comic Con, uh, which led into this. But we never right. talked about New York Comic Con because there wasn't too much news from that show, which yeah. was kind of funny. It was just kind of very quiet. 
Yeah. Uh, I just, that's funny. You actually brought that up. <laughs> yeah. But image next year, 2022, we're going to get a lot of cool shit. So that's, that's really awesome. Looking forward to that. I hope they, they put out some really nice, like graphic novels and. Oh, yeah. Some like collective that. stuff. Yeah. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. But speaking of a graphic novel, I didn't know that Valiant has never done like an original graphic novel ever. And so this is going to be their first one. It's going to star the Eternal Warrior. It's called Scorched Earth. Um, and it's launching actually as a Kickstarter campaign. Hmm. That's and, cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's kind of like all these 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 creators, these small these smaller companies are going to kick, uh, you know, going to Kickstarter to really get their projects kicked off, uh, if I may say. Uh, this one's going to be written by Trey Dean, uh, artist Alberto Terracito, and with cover art by, by Gerald Perel. So, yeah, I, I'm i excited about this because I do love this character, and I, I do love the convenience of reading a graphic novel. Yeah, me too. Um, and just as a FYI, if you're one of the first 250 people to sign up for their newsletter, you gain access to a day one bookmark featuring artwork from the graphic novel. <laughs> so sign up for that Kickstarter. Dang. I'll have yeah. to I'll have to be checking that out most deaf. And then last up in comic news from Multiversity Comics and, and Dark Horse and more. Mike Magnolia, the Magnoliaverse is growing and we have announcement of the Sword of Hyperborea. And so this is a new four part series uh, by by Magnolia and Rob Williams with artist Lawrence Campbell, colors Quentin Winter and Dave Stewart. This will chronicle the titular sword's journey through history, tracking the blade as it changes wielders, including previous Hellboy Universe characters like Gal Dinar, Sir Edward Grey, and Agent Ted Howards. It teases that the changing of the wielders has been no accident. So this sounds like Highlander to me. Huh. I'm in. It does sound like that, and I am also in. Yes. <laughs> How cool is that? Okay, sweet. So let's... um. Now that we're done with comics, let's jump over to crowd sorcery real quick. Just a couple things here. Street Humans, the Kickstarter. Uh, this is this is kind of an interesting <laughs> Kickstarter, honestly. We've been having some discussions about it. This is hailed as a 6.5 fully articulated civilian male action figures with interchangeable parts, aliens disguised as humans battle for world domination. Now, this has been announced and kind of run by Shardmus, uh Prime and other instagram personalities i should say sculptors and whatnot so i thought it was a really great idea i love that these comp like these guys are trying to trying to do this there's a lot of other ones out there right now as well uh just either 3d printing or getting a deal with china but this is tough they put out a hefty price tag of 286,000 as their funding goal and they've made almost 40 41 yeah 42 Yeah, they're not going to make it. They're not even going to get close. I'd be surprised if it cracks 100. To be honest with you, it's and it's not just us. It's like in the comment section, too. Like, they're just not showing any information. And any updates are on Shardimus Prime's YouTube page and not in the Kickstarter itself, which is just like the whole thing's handled really, really bad. You see, like, mock-ups, but you don't see any actual prototypes. You know what I mean? So it's like... How do these look? And then they'll show like a picture of like a Marvel Legends and be like, oh, this is what the scale is. We'll show it next to a Marvel Legend. You know what I mean? Like, is yeah. it? So it's just 
it seems like really shittily done and people on Instagram, people on Kickstarter are even putting in their comments and their comments are getting deleted <laughs> as well. So I just, it's not going to make goal and um, it's too bad because it had the opportunity. Like we've been tracking it since it was announced, excited for the Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and when we put this link in here, we were excited for it, but when it actually came out and was live, it, it really just was like, ooh, there's a lot of holes in this campaign. <laughs> yeah, and you always wish the best for, you know, for indie creators out exactly. there. Exactly. People trying to do something new, and, and this action figures is a mineable, I would say, you know, and profitable thing to do if you handle it correctly, if handled I guess. Correctly. Yeah, so sure. I, I don't know what the full story is, but we talked about other Kickstarters, you know, even Todd McFarlane's Spawn one. I mean, that has his name and Spawn behind it. But when you start off at $100,000 less than $150,000 less than this one. Yeah. It's just kind of like questioning what's going on. You know, yeah. even I don't think four horse. I forgot what four horsemen. No. Legion's the first two times. So no less, way less crazy. So, you know, best of luck, guys. But doesn't look at this point, 30 days left. It's going to make it so. We'll, we shall see. We shall see. We'll keep you updated. Next up, from the makers of the Batman Miniatures game, uh, we have a s- semi-cooperative board game called Escape from Arkham Asylum, and it's going to be produced by Night Models, and this looks fun. Now, this is coming to Kickstarter on the 26th of October, and we got some miniatures. We got some other stuff involved in this. C- characters confirmed, Joker, Harley Quinn, Poison Ivy, Bane, Scarecrow, the Penguin, and Two-Face. I don't know. There's just so many board games coming out as late. You can't buy them all. What do you think of this one? It looks fun, like you said. I think I'm still a little bit more excited about the RPG, uh, you know, running a Batman RPG, because that just sounds crazy. You know what I mean? Like, how do you make the characters, et cetera? Like, who are you? So anyway, (laughs) this is like it's a miniature and there's a lot of them. And I just I'm not so much of a miniature game person personally. Like I said, uh, Kickstarter drops 1026. So keep an eye out for that if you're interested in another awesome Batman board game. Yeah. So let's uh, let's jump over to TV and streaming. Take it away. All right. So first up, we got our trailer for House of the Dragon. Um, That's the Game of Thrones prequel. What did you think of this footage? When people were like, the world doesn't want any more Game of Thrones or we're past Game of Thrones. And I just I watched this trailer and I was like, Where's the dragon? (laughs) The world is not over fantasy. The world is not over Game of Thrones. Just because you didn't like the last season. You didn't like everything you watched up to that point that you you watched that last season. So I don't care what people say. This looks great. I'm ready. I'm ready for more dragon action. Yeah, that's it. I'm excited, too. I don't hate that last season. Game of Thrones is still one of the greatest shows, period, of all time. So everybody watched the trailer and everyone yeah. liked it. I didn't read one bad comment. So, yeah, it's it's going to do wildly popular, at least to check it out. And we'll see from there. Uh, so let's move on. Netflix. Tons of news. Uh, that 90 show, I guess, for some reason, it's existing out of ideas. <laughs> right. All these like these reboots or these spin-offs of these old shows are are just what's new again. I don't know. I mean, I'm guess I'm ready for that. I love the 90s, so we'll see how they handle it. <laughs> see how they handle it. Uh they did have a great 90s show. It's called Everything Sucks and then they canceled <laughs> after one season, so. 
that sounds about like the 90s. Such a good show. Masters of the Universe, Revelations, Returns. That's on November 23rd. <laughs> can't Very wait. Excited. Very I can't excited. Even, I can't even wait for this. I, I why you could announce the dates at at PowerCon if it was coming out in November. Like I don't get this stuff. So whatever. It's coming out next month and can't wait to get the conclusion of that exciting story. Yes, I am all about it. Uh Cowboy Bebop, the original cast will be doing the um the dub, which I thought was actually very interesting and neat. So the Japanese voice cast will be doing it, right? Yeah, sorry, the Japanese yeah. voice cast will be doing the the Japanese dub from the That's English awesome. actors. Yeah. <laughs> also to mention they're bringing uh, the anime will be dropping on on Netflix prior to the show as well. Oh, thank so. God, because I watch it on Hulu, and I just I'm so not used to commercials. It just bothers yeah. me so much. <laughs> commercials suck, but yeah. <laughs> okay, sweet. That's really good to know. And then finally, How to Train Your Dragon is getting another uh, animated series, which I actually really like that franchise in general the yep. neat thing about this one is that it takes place nowadays so fourteen thousand years after the original series or something crazy like that is is when this one takes place epic yeah epic. i love i love that series too the nine realms just like all the viking references in it just all the cultural references they do a really awesome job with that show so i'm looking forward to it and i know some of my nephews will be looking forward to it as well exactly uh let's jump over to some movie news we got that scream trailer scream five what did you think i knew i forgot to watch something this week what <laughs> it's been a busy week man i know i know it has it's oh, a very man. Good trailer. <laughs> yeah i need to go do that after no wait i did watch it i'm sorry i did watch it i watched it with my wife and she's like more scream i'm like yes more scream yeah you watched the show you were like one of the only people who did, right? And if you did watch the show, you loved the show. So yeah, it's good. I liked. I lo- I watched the first season. Yeah. I don't know if I watched the second season, but the first season was great, and I think I fell off of it though, not on purpose. But it's on Netflix now. Yeah. Yep. It's so cool. I'll be. I'll check that out. But yeah, I mean, I love that whole franchise. You know, it's been alive and well since we were young. You know, so that yeah. was. You know, towards our our high school years of like that prime um, time of our of our lives that we uh, that a horror movie could be taking place in our backyard. That's right. Exactly. So, I mean, who kills Drew Barrymore in the first scene? Scene, you know? right? <laughs> I mean, such a good, such a good series. When does that drop next year? Yeah. Next Halloween? I uh, no, no, no. Uh, January, I think. Oh. Yeah, it's not that far. Uh, Exorcist is getting a revival via Blumhouse. Kind of the way that they did with Halloween is that they're ignoring the sequels. This will be a sequel to the first one, and it's David Gordon Green who directed these Halloween movies. So, uh, very interesting. And it's supposed to be a trilogy coming to Peacock, and I would assume television or uh, movies as well. Sweet. I like The Exorcist. Again, I liked that TV show when I was on, even. <laughs> There's a lot of ground to cover with that. And what Blumhouse has been doing with these remakes is amazing. Great. Yeah. I mean, I watched most of Halloween Kills this weekend before I fell asleep on the couch, not because of the movie, but I I wanted to make sure that I, I did watch the rest of it. So I turned it off. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it. I, I did. And I can't 
I got to kind of watch it when I'm not as tired. So <laughs> this is perfect. I love Blumhouse, and I think that they're moving in the right direction of of homaging these these great movies and bringing them back for a new age. That's it. Uh, speaking of getting you pumped up, though, is mm-hmm. Berserker. Uh, the Keanu Reeves and Matt Kent comic is going to be getting a live action movie uh, brought to you by um, Matt Tomlin. He did Project Power. Oh, okay. Uh, did you watch that one? No, I want to. Okay. It was good. I'm really, really bad about my Netflix movies. I got to watch The Old Guard. I got to watch a lot of stuff oh, on there that fudge. Kate. Yeah, I, I just, the, what was it? The the Michael Bay Ryan Reynolds movie I haven't even watched? You know, oh, 600 Round? That's a fun movie. <laughs> yeah. So my wife and I have some work to do as I tell her. Yeah, uh, yeah. Movie, Netflix movie binge day. You do. Just, yeah, you'll, you'll, quite enjoy it and then terminator 2 uh is getting a steelbook edition uh from best buy it looks crazy honestly it just has you know a new documentary an hour-long documentary some new art if you're a steelbook person if you're a 4k watcher this would be hopefully the definitive edition of uh terminator 2 <laughs> for now <laughs> right yeah because i had an amazing Terminator 2 DVD that had the metal slip case. Of course. You know? Of course. And I wouldn't. This is why I stopped buying physical media for the most part. Because I can't right. stop. So. Can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. So you drop. So. Uh, and then in the uh, bringing back slashers again, uh, Pinhead has been cast. Um, Jamie Clayton will be taking over as a Spyglass slash Hulu movie. With Clive Barker producing. So I'm a big Hellraiser fan. I think I've seen all of them except for like the newest one. And uh, Jamie Clayton did a great job on Sense8. So I'm excited for them to step into the role. Awesome. Yeah, I I did not hear about this, but always in the mood for more Hellraiser. Damn right. Damn right. Ha ha ha. All right. And then finally, Rob Littlefeet Lee Field. <laughs> I didn't know. He um sorry, what were we trying to say? He will be doing uh Profit, uh his adaptation of his uh comic there that we were just talking about with the the image things. Anyway, the extraction filmmaker Sam Hargrave will be directing Jake Gillenhall, who will be stepping into the role. Oh, cool. Jake Gyllenhaal, huh? Yeah, man. It's crazy. Nice. Nice. So so they're going to bring back his comic for this this anniversary, and yep. it's getting adapted. That's yep. great. That's a good way yep. to push it. Sell that comic. That's for damn sure. <laughs> Perfect. So let's um, let's jump to our last commercial break, and then we'll be back with the rest of the show. Hey, come take a seat at the campfire. You're not the only one who joins. I've got friends that come over sometimes too. We talk about a ton of interesting things from geek culture. Then we cover some conspiracies or philosophical thoughts or monsters. You know, we talked about Bigfoot in one episode. It's a lot of fun, so come join me at the Campfire Chats, a DFAT entertainment podcast hosted on Spotify and other fine places you find podcasts. Need more context on your favorite movie? Is Obama. Obama. As okay. Senator Obama. 
Ever wonder why they did or didn't do that thing or include that scene? This is prime. Like, this is perfect this is quality entertainment. Check out Gutsy Media Podcast as my friends and I take a deep dive into everything from blockbusters to indie films. The weakest apple cider bitch beers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. That's Gutsy Media Podcast for everything movies. We are back after those commercials, and let's jump into gaming. So we have an official Cowboy Bebop tabletop RPG. It's, it's headed our way from Mana Studio and Don't Panic Games. And so this is going to be, let's see, this is designed by Italian Team Fumble. They produced the 2020 Italian Game of the Year for Not the End. I've never heard of that, but is that a, what is that? An RPG? No, all these RPGs out there, man, it's just flooding the market. But um, this Kickstarter will launch in 2022, uh, so we'll have more updates for that as they come. It'll probably be in crowd sorcery eventually. Uh, sounds about right. I wanted to add this, um, because we're looking for some news Nintendo Switch Online plus the expansion pack, you're going to be able to play sega genesis and nintendo 64 games um so it's 50 dollars for a year or 79 dollars for a family membership for a year which includes up to eight accounts so technically you and me and some friends could just split it that's what i do with my one friend right now i give him like a dollar a year because he has it split with eight people (laughs) which is crazy so if you're uh maybe you and i can talk about that after this but what what, what do you think of it is it worth it i'm gonna use my one f-bomb really because, yeah fuck this honestly i mean 20 bucks a year we were paying for switch online yeah when i had a wii i got all of that shit for for free right i see what you're saying i got n64 games i don't care about genesis games why are you pay why do i have to pay for that you know those are those are super nintendo level graphics like i i don't understand it's more than twice the price for not i mean what else are you getting besides games that i've already played countless times i mean i don't understand the price the price on this. <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous so we're not going to be sharing that no uh, no we're be sharing it <laughs> because i'm not paying full price for it so okay. let's let's find some other people to do okay. it so we can play um what is that called the orc arena of effing time yeah that's right <laughs> co-op edition that's right <laughs> anyways casey what time is it i think it's the pursuit of plastic time All right, toy enthusiasts and action figure hunters out there, it's time for the Pursuit of Plastic. Uh, first up, NECA has been releasing these Universal Monsters kind of over the last couple of years. We had the questions about the black and white versions versus the color ones. Right. They are still doing black and white versions, apparently, according to their 31 reveal, you know, 31 nights of reveals. But interesting enough, Jada Toys is also doing a Universal Monster line. And... What I like about this is that it's in six-inch figure size, which is my favorite. Uh, this packaging is really neat. Uh, we're getting great characters like Dracula, Frankenstein's monster, the Bride of Frankenstein, and the creature, which we still haven't really gotten from from NECA yet. They're boasting 20-plus points of articulation, 
and they come with character specific accessories. And you know what? I love this because there are so many big companies out there, and now there's other small companies coming up from the shadows. And these are priced at $24.99. And honestly, they got soft goods and they don't look too horrible. They don't look too horrible. And and actually, Frankenstein and the creature, I would say, look better. Mm-hmm. Those two look pretty decent. I, you know, I, I think I think we need more competition like this, to be quite honest with you. I think it like pushes the envelope for these other companies, especially when people like Mattel want to charge you five or six extra dollars for the same bullshit. Like, come on. So anyway, uh, good on them for doing something like this and in, in, in offering it to people for a cheaper price point. Exactly. Speaking of to come, we did talk about Motu Revelation is is headed our way in November. And we got some spoilers, of course, from this this new two pack they announced <laughs> the same day. <laughs> yeah. I'm a very forgiving person because we knew we were going to get an Oracle figure anyhow eventually. Right. But this does spoil kind of what was you know going to happen. Not that we didn't guess it, but we get Savage He-Man. It's He-Man with his awesome long hair and and barbarian looking looking self uh even more barbarian looking than usual but uh and our favorite mystical weird sorcerer orco finally in in action figure form but this two pack is is going to be coming out soon probably around the time the show hits so what do you what do you think about this instant buy honestly it looks cool <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah so and i'm i'm sure when we see it in the show i'll go oh that was a good purchase you know, it, it just looks cool. So I'm excited. I'm always kind of interested to see how they'll do these half figures. Yeah. And how they sell them. I believe it was like when it was Mattel was doing them for um, for the Ma- the Motu Classics line, the, the subscription line. They had a special, I think it was like one of the convention exclusives. It was like, I think it was Orco. But then it came with a special Prince Adam figure, which was mm-hmm. hidden in the bottom of the box. Huh. So they're usually pretty good about not ripping you off. Because it's like, would you pay $25 for an Oracle figure or would you pay like $34.99 for this two pack or whatever they're going to charge for it? You know, 100%. so yeah, we'll sure. see. We'll see. But looking forward to because I got to I got to I got to buy them all. So speaking of buying them all, though, um, the Todd father is in full, full force, especially after Fandom yesterday. Uh, we knew that he had taken over the reins of DC Direct, DC Collectibles, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Rising from the ashes like the Phoenix. This is amazing. I, I, I'm i so happy that they were able to put this together, that he was able to to do this. They showed off those statues yesterday for the Batman. They yep. talked about how the black and white will be continuing and more, especially that Capullo Joker figure statue that was from Death in the Family. I was just kind of blew my mind. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, I need this, but I don't. But let's talk about more affordable things uh, from the DC Multiverse line. This week, it was announced that he will be doing the Dark Knight Returns wave with a horse. Build a figure. That's right. You heard me right. A horse. So your awesome old ass Batman can come riding in and save the day. I um, I ordered this set, but I really was going to try to hold out for his five pack. It's yeah, it would be a five with pack the horse with the horse already constructed like he yes. has been doing with some of them. That would be yes. cool. But I'm also a traditionalist with these getting them all in the original packaging. Yeah, I'm um, 
definitely excited about this. Uh, you know, it's hard to find figures from this comic in general without spending a disgusting amount of money for it. So, um, yeah, this will be nice. It'll be affordable. They look good. I'm in. Absolutely. And I did mention the Batman statues. They also revealed the first wave of the Batman DC Multiverse figures. Uh, it was kind of funny. Like, they went up on all the fan channels. He had them on his site, and he had a, he had a bundle for them, actually, where it was cheaper to buy the bundle. Yep. Uh, which is great. These actually look really good. Bat- Battison's face looks a little weird, but yeah. I'm all in on that that Catwoman and, and Paul Dano's Riddler. And the motorcycle, I, I don't know. I'm just all in, I guess. <laughs> you are all in. Yeah, yeah, for McFarlane, it's like, I know you know how to do faces better. What's the deal with this? So... <laughs> I I'm, I'll give it a chance because I felt that way about some of these Suicide Squad figures, and then when I got them, they don't look so bad. I was a little okay. worried about the Harley. The Harley's yeah. decent. The piece, the peacemaker under the helmet. I thought the eyes would look funny. It looks like John Cena. So mm. it, it is hit or miss on some of these. Maybe you'll, you'll get less of that white eye. Maybe it's even more stands out because he puts that black makeup on. You know, so they're really kind of digging into that. I I don't right. know. I think the suit looks amazing. The statue, if I had a little extra cash flow right now, I would actually consider getting that statue because it has the full color, yep. the silver and all that built into it. And when they were showing that off yesterday at DC Fandom, they're just like, that suit looks freaking amazing. <laughs> it does. Speaking of the Batman as well, Lego sets got revealed this week. Now, you can you can go and look at them if you want to. There may be spoilers. We know that Lego either makes up scenes <laughs> Sometimes, yeah, um, like with the Iron Man three Lego sets, and sometimes they're accurate. But they said this is only the tip of the iceberg for the Batman Lego sets that are coming, and they they showed off like three or four, including like I think there's an Ultimate Collector series for the Batmobile. There's uh, a Technic, which is cool. It's Technic, yes, yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. So, what do you what do you think of these sets? Should we, it's very... should we buy into them too soon or what? Uh, you know. Here's the thing. The Batman showed the Batcave. Well, okay. <laughs> I've right. seen it. I have it. You know, I actually have the Lego Batman Batcave. So it's fine. I don't think unless, you know, there's people who buy every single Batman, every single Punisher, every single Wolverine. I'm not like that. I pick and choose uh, as far as that stuff goes. And I really like my Lego Batman set. <laughs> so I don't know if I'll be converting, but they are cool figures. You know, maybe I'll think differently when I see the movie. Yeah, I have like that original Batcave that they did when they did the newer waves of of the new DC Lego uh, yep. stuff. So it's yep. not it's not new new. It was before all of that stuff, and I love it. And then when they did like the Batman sixty six one, I was like, oh, do I I want this? But do I need it? Right. And it's almost like I want to buy all these sets and build the ultimate Batcave, but <laughs> not today. Yeah. Not today, not my today. friend. <laughs> Star Ace Toys. Is going to be releasing Billy Butcher, one six scale figure. Billy Butcher is played by Carl Urban on the show. This figure looks amazing. I love Carl Urban. I love Billy Butcher. But I don't buy these figures anymore, unfortunately. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a figure. This is Hot Toys level, honestly. Yes. It really is. It. I didn't know it wasn't Hot Toys until I saw Star Ace. And I was like, what the hell? And now I'm going down the uh, what else has Star Ace done <laughs> line. 
which they've done some crazy stuff. They've done rabbit hole. Oh gosh, man, why did I do this? So, anyways, yeah, looks great. Normal edition is priced at two hundred sixty dollars. Well, you can get the deluxe edition at three hundred. The deluxe comes with a baby with the light up eyes, interchangeable portrait, a cigarette, and additional rifle. Well, the other one comes with plenty of weapons from the bash in the skulls of all those evil meta humans that they love to fight on that show. So love that show. Love that show. <laughs> love that show. Then last up, let's talk a little bit about MezcoCon. It's funny because with DC Fandom was basically like, took over this entire show. Uh, we also had New York Comic Con last week, as we mentioned. We had MezcoCon. All of these all of these companies have their own conventions, which actually makes sense now that New York Comic Con was just kind of like a mm. whisper. It was yeah. a whisper. If these companies are not making a huge presence and they're all, they're doing their own stuff online, I don't need to go to SweatyCon to really enjoy myself. I'd love to go back to a pop culture event, but not during COVID. But this is what we were talking about a little bit. Should they be concentrating again on the comic creators? It's its own show, of course. I'm tangenting. But let's talk MezcoCon. First up, Batman versus Two-Face. I'm going to say it's from the, the Batman 66 animated movie they did because they never put Two-Face on the show. He was more introduced later on in comics and whatnot, which is fine. But with McFarlane doing the 66 line already, this was intriguing to me because, A, it's a two-pack, which is always kind of frustrating in my eyes. And it wasn't Batman Robin. Right. Uh, yeah, this, okay, fine. I, I didn't really care about this, personally. I, I wasn't uh, super into it. No, and it, it, it's, it bothered me a little bit because I'm like, well, what Robin are they making? And I'm hoping right. that it's not like, like, why would they, why wouldn't they do Batman and Robin? And then why would they do Batman and Two-Face and then give you a Robin right. individual figure? No, we're going to get a regular Robin, I'm sure. So next up, five points, uh, Universal Monsters playset. These are overpriced in my opinion, but they are kind of fun. They're just neat. I like going back and, and homaging these classic old figures and then giving them some cool accessories and play sets and whatnot. But honestly very expensive that's just it it's cool i like it i think it's a neat idea just too much money for me speaking of too much money <laughs> right that was my line of thought. Yeah. no this is this is crazy because you brought to my attention that who was it that did this one six scale power ranger set sideshow right yes yeah. it's, it's crazy and what price was that at like three fifty five fifty for one six scale yeah easy yeah this is this is what I don't understand. So they previewed the Power Rangers box set, and there's five figures, and they put the Green Ranger out originally, so that's priced full. So I'm gonna guess that this is gonna be about the same price that one six scale set. I assume. Now why why is why does this not make sense to me? Am I bad at math? No, no. So just like the the Ghostbusters, right? That was four hundred something, right? I think. Yes. Yeah, about yeah, four hundred. Right, and this is five figures, so you're thinking five fifty. For me personally, and sorry, uh, it's three zero oh. who does this. And not only do you get core rangers, you also get the green ranger. You get six figures for five hundred and fifty five dollars from three zero. Huh. There is no way that I would pay. The six hundred dollars or seven hundred dollars altogether after taxes to uh, Mezco. I just think it's stupid. So, yeah, that was a complete waste of money. Like, cool if you only want that scale, but screw that. Like, if you're gonna 
pay the money. If you're a Power Rangers fan, get them at one six. Come on. Yeah, and three zero has been doing like the GI Joe ones. They're they're Transformers. Yeah. I mean, they did Halo. Their Halo figures are insane. Destiny. Yeah, no, they know how to make figures. Very good ones. Exactly. So they have not revealed a price for this, but as we said, it doesn't assuming, matter. Right. <laughs> we're assuming it's going to be way too close to that price point. So just 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 keep your wallets closed and your eyes open, people, and use math. <laughs> so last up. The announcement we've all been waiting for is Dr. Doom. Now, when they put up that Fantastic Four box set, we said, where's Doom? We said, where's Doom? I don't know, maybe five years ago when we started collecting this line. Since it is probably the most heavily requested figure out there for this line. Other than Robin or Nightwing, yeah. Right. And it's funny because like Marvel Legends has put out numerous Dooms. And I'm always like, I'm not going to get this one. Mm -hmm. I'm not getting this because I know Mesk will do it eventually. They've done it. The preview looks great. I can't wait to see more. Yeah, this uh, this is the one I wanted. So as soon as it goes on presale, it will immediately be bought. Um, no questions about it. I don't. I don't even. It's bad. I don't even have much to say because I just I've been waiting so long for this figure, <laughs> and finally we're getting it. So yeah, I'm very excited. And I really, I hope they go all, all in on it with, you know, of course the soft goods, but like metal. Like you've done oh, metal with Iron Man. Gosh. You do these really Ooh, neat things, right? Metal, yeah. I yeah. um, that was the one thing about the their thing figure. Even I, I don't think they did Polystone for like for that, like they did with Dark Side. Mm. I'm hoping they should. They should, but I didn't. I didn't read into it as much. So here's for here's to hope because of the increase in costs as of late and more that we still get a pretty amazing figure. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Casey, where can you find us? All over the interwebs at DFAT Entertainment. You can also find us online at that same website. And don't forget a towel.com if you want to go back to the archives and read some more geeky news, geeky editorials on that. So very excited, guys. 210 episodes. Pretty wild. So Ooh. thank you for tuning in. And uh, this is Casey saying go read some comics. And this is Chris saying, don't forget a towel.